President Biden reauthorizes the nearly 30-year-old Violence Against Women Act, critical for domestic violence and survival of sexual assault programs and community public safety. And Constantine Metal Resources releases an updated technical report raising questions about its transportation plan. It's the KHNS Local News. I'm Corinne Smith. Those stories are up next. Last week, President Joe Biden signed an omnibus funding package for fiscal year 2022. The nearly 3,000-page bill includes a reauthorization of the Violence Against Women Act, or VAWA. KNBA's Trip J. Krause has more. As a Delaware senator, Joe Biden helped write the original piece of legislation nearly 30 years ago and has long championed the law. As president, he spoke about the measure on Wednesday. Even in 1994, we knew there was much more we had to do. <clears throat> you know, that was only the beginning. That's why, because of all of you in this room, every time we reauthorize this law, it's been improved. It's not like we didn't know we wanted to do these other things in the beginning. As we did as much as we could and keep trying to add to it. The law focuses on domestic violence and sexual assault survivor programs. The reauthorization includes language that empowers tribes to prosecute non-native offenders of child violence, sexual violence, sex trafficking, stalking, and other crimes. The tribal provisions of the VAWA reauthorization also create an Alaska pilot project that will allow a small number of native villages to exercise special tribal, criminal, and civil jurisdiction over non-native offenders in some cases. Akiak Native Community Chief Mike Williams is also the Alaska Region Vice President for the National Congress of American Indians. In a news release from the National Indigenous Rights Organization, he said that, quote, This reauthorization of VAWA empowers us to take the necessary steps to build healthier and safer tribal communities in Alaska and across Indian country for generations to come, end quote. In Anchorage, I'm Trip J. Krause. Constantine Metal Resources updated the technical report for its potential mining project. The new information raises questions around how the company plans to get ore out of the Chilkat Valley. Constantine Metal Resources revised its technical report earlier this month after a review by the British Columbia Securities Commission. The report adds more details on how the company will get ore from the Upperland Canal to Asian markets. Constantine President and CEO Garfield McVeigh called the updates housekeeping. He says the company is currently focused on determining whether the mine is viable, then developing infrastructure. We don't need an an ore loading terminal until we know the project is going to be feasible. And that's still, you know, that's still down the road. It's still, uh, you know, as they say, it's probably five years before we're at feasibility. So, we would not build, we ourselves would not build an ore loading facility until we knew the project was economic. Constantine's Palmer project is still in the exploratory stages to mine gold, copper, zinc, and barite at a site near the U.S. Canadian border at the headwaters of the Chilkat Valley. It's roughly 12 miles upstream of Kluckwan and 35 miles north of Haines. In the report, Constantine proposes zinc and copper concentrate trailers are trucked to Haines Deepwater Port Facility, owned by Alaska Marine Lines, or AML. AML provides twice-weekly barge service delivering goods to Upperland Canal communities. 
The company proposes containers then be barged by AML roughly 15 miles to Skagway's port, transferred at the ore terminal there, and loaded onto barges destined for smelters in Asia. But Haynes does not have an ore terminal. Plans to develop one are highly controversial in the community, drawing environmental and economic concerns, debated in town halls, editorials, and social media. Though Haynes received a $20 million federal grant in December to rehab its freight and fuel dock, Lutac Dock, an ore terminal is not currently part of that development project. Haynes Mayor Douglas Olrud says the plan has potential, but it's too soon to evaluate. We're probably at least 10 years away from them developing the ore bodies for shipment. And so everything that they're producing out there um, is liable to change between now and when they're actually shipping ore. And so it's a, I think it's a, it's a plan that could definitely work. Um, but I imagine there's going to be changes to that as they get, if they get to the point where they're transporting ore. And once they get to that stage, it'll be a much more refined plan. Olrud says moving concentrate containers could be feasible via Haines roll-on, roll-off ramp but an ore terminal facility would have to be constructed on an adjacent property to Lutak Dock. In Skagway, the ore terminal currently owned by the Alaska Industrial Development and Export Authority, or ADA, will be turned back over to the municipality next year in March 2023. Skagway Mayor Andrew Cremata says the municipality is in negotiations with Yukon mining executives in their port redevelopment process, but he has not had any recent communications with Constantine about their proposal. So it's interesting to me that um, you know another entity would put out a report that their their intent is to use our port and not have a, not having engaged us in any kind of conversation about what their needs might be or how it might logistically work or really anything. He says interested industry must be an active partner with Skagway. We're always willing to, to have a conversation with potential partners, but not really knowing what their intentions are makes it difficult for us to really do any planning with them in mind. Alaska Marine Lines declined to comment about Constantine's proposed barging plan. Environmentalists say the company has had to change its public reporting before around road access, following a complaint filed with the B.C. Securities Commission and a subsequent review by Canadian regulators. Chris Zimmer is with the conservation group Rivers Without Borders and says this latest update could be a result of regulatory pressure. He criticized Constantine for waiting to benefit from publicly funded infrastructure projects. So... You know, this kind of smacks to me of corporate socialism, of this company sitting and waiting for government to basically build them a transportation plan because they can't afford to do it themselves. And this is a weak point for the company. If if they can't get their product to market, you're not going to have a successful mine. And as it stands, they do not have any kind of approved workable plan to get their product to market. Constantine is partnered with Dawa Metals and Mining Company of Japan, who has invested $22 million in the mineral exploration project to date. The report states the Palmer project has yet to determine mineral reserves and economic viability. Constantine President Garfield McVeigh says there is more advanced underground exploration to come. 
He says the company is in the process of applying for permits for the next stage of exploration with the state's Department of Environmental Conservation in the next few months. For KHNS, I'm Corinne Smith. Thanks for joining us. You can listen to and read news stories on our website at khns.org. You can also subscribe to KHNS News on Spotify or anywhere you get your podcasts.